0: You attract the right things when you have a sense of who you are, Amy Poehler. This is the Legacy Atlas with Doctor Tamika Lett. Hello and welcome back to the Legacy Atlas podcast. This is Doctor Tamika Lett. Thank you for joining me another week. And if this is your first time here, join. Me, as I talk all things about legacy and finding your purpose and creating a space for you to thrive and be the best you that you can be. I just want to start off by saying last week, I want to give a big thank you to Candace McDougall of Blossom to Bloom for joining me in discussing all things about redefining your true self. I know as we go about this journey that we go through many changes that are necessary and we find our true selves. Sometimes we fall into what society expects of us and that may not be who you are, it's Probably not, nine times out of ten, it's not who anybody is. We were all created to be individuals and you should be your individual self. So sometimes you have to go through the process of redefining who you truly are and figuring out what that looks like. So Candace brought up some good points. You have to be transparent in the process of finding who you are. You have to get to the point where you're understanding that who I am, who I'm acting, who how I interact right now is not me or may not be me. There's more to me. So being transparent and understanding that change does need to happen and just being honest in that process and then um, learning from your experience. And I think that was one of the big things That was highlighted last week. You go through experiences. You're going to go through trials and tribulations. You're going to have happy times. But through all of that, you have to take the message and use that to help you grow. Now, change is going to occur regardless of anything, but the growth is optional. So you need to get to the point that you want to grow, that you want to see these changes occur to help you to continue to develop, to be your. True self and redefine who you are, and it's nothing in the matter of redefining yourself. It's who you are. So, of course, this week moving into that, as you come into your true self, you may lose some people. <laughs> so, you find this authentic circle of people, and it's probably going to be small. And I hear people say all the time, you know, if you you can count five true friends. On your hand, you know, that's a blessing on one hand. And so think about that and keep that in mind this week as I cover what your authentic circle is. So how I see an authentic circle is a group of people who challenge you to be your best self and also hold you accountable to your truths. And I think that is one of the big things, they're holding you accountable and saying, you said that you were going to do this. You said that this is what you would not do, yet you are doing it. And the difference between being judgmental and accountability is the feeling behind it. And if they're not being malicious, if it's not to break you down, but to build you up, that's how you know it's authentic. But in order for you to know that, you have to get to know yourself and understand the things that are going on and have that transparency and be honest. So as you take that journey to redefining your true self and getting rid of all the fake and the phony, you're going to lose friends. You're going to lose some family. You're just going to, your circle's going to be smaller because you understand what you need and understanding that your time one of your most valuable assets and that's not to be wasted on frivolous things, arguing and going back and forth about things that aren't helping you and the other person grow. So relationships, they change throughout your lifetime and as you continue your journey, you'll realize that some of these you have to let go though getting to the point where you're understanding that letting go is not a bad thing. It can be the best thing for you. I know I talk to a lot of people and one of the things that they say, "Oh, when I when I stopped being friends with this person or when I ended that relationship with this person, I felt like I could really grow and blossom." Sometimes these relationships keep you in a box and it's because the person that you are with or communicating with, their fears box you in and won't let you grow out of fear, out of jealousy, out of many different things. So it's getting to the point, once you truly know who you are and you've been honest with yourself, you can see the false narratives going on around you. So I think that's important that you open your eyes to see what your relationships really are and continuously evaluate them. These are your relationships too. You are an active participant. So if it's not to the point where it is building you up and you feel like you're breaking down, then it may not be the one for you. But never discount any of the lessons from these relationships because one, you're learning something about yourself. Two, you're learning your strengths. And all of this, you are learn what you won't deal with and what you will deal with. And I think that is very important, understanding your limits. And three, let these lessons be a helping hand in setting boundaries. Once you realize, you know what, this is my safe space. I like to keep this space. Set those boundaries and use the experiences and the feelings that you had from these relationships help you as a guide, as a memory to why you need to, um, set these boundaries. And I think it's, like I say, you constantly enough, you cannot continuously miss out on the opportunities to evaluate relationships. Even in my marriage, we're constantly evaluating. We do what we call a check, a check-in. And I think that's important because you need to know where people stand. I don't, think that people should be blindsided because there should be transparency and you should be communicating effectively. And that's important for my relationship and relationships that I have with my friends. I check in just to check in to make sure that things are going in the right direction. It's not to say that you're people pleasing, like you're making sure that everything's okay so you can find out how to please those people, but check in to see how the relationship is. How how are they feeling? Is anything going on. And I think that is an important aspect of uh, relationships and being transparent and showing that you value the relationships that you have. So um, healthy relationships does not mean that they're without their ups and downs. You're going to have a difference of opinions and that's okay as long as everything is done as a respectful manner and it's not to break anybody down when you communicate with them. And I know people may hear you don't communicate when you're angry. And I think that's very, very, very important because once you say those things and you put them out there, you can't take them back. Even if you apologize, it's still there. People remember the stuff that you say. They remember how you made them feel. So being cognizant of not communicating ineffectively, and if you find yourself continuously doing that with a person or somebody who continuously does that with you, you need to be evaluating that relationship. Is this a good relationship for me? Is it somewhere where I need to stay, whether friend, family member, significant other? You always need to evaluate and um, making sure that you stay true to yourself. There's compromise and then there is you breaking your boundaries, and you you can compromise in a relationship. That's part of a relationship, but you don't have to break your boundaries, or shouldn't have to for a relationship. So you have to make sure that it's you walk that fine line in understanding what is not healthy and what is healthy, and it's a fine line. So you have to make sure that you're you're constantly, and I can't say enough, evaluating. <laughs> Um, these relationships and the things that are going on so of course like I say every week take out your journals and I'm going to give you four benefits that I have found um, having an authentic circle and how do you know that your circle is authentic so I'm going to jump right in the first one is growth like I said, growth is optional. But when you're in an authentic, you have an authentic circle and you have a group of people around you that are there, you will grow because they will grow around you. And if they are being true to themselves in the authentic circle, they will leave you behind because you're holding them back. So you need to understand that if you're not growing with those people, if you're you set goals but you're staying in the same place and everybody is content with being in the same place and this is not where you want to be this may not be your authentic circle you need to evaluate that and determine if this is the best place for you to to be and having the space to grow and i know i talked about you know being in that that pot as you are growing do you need to change that pot do you need to do you need a bigger pot? So, do you need something that's going to accommodate more of what you have going on? More of your shine? Do you need some and that's okay. To be like, "Okay, I need to move from this environment to this environment because it's healthier. It's going to help me develop into my best self." And then your authentic circle should always challenge you. And I I would say that I have an authentic circle and my circle I'm constantly being challenged. When I even on my worst days, my best friend is there and she's like, "Okay, so you say you're going to do this, why aren't you doing this?" You know, it's a constant challenge to develop. I should be continuously growing and she holds me um accountable for that. In the same breath, number 3, she's part of my cheer squad when we have great things that happen. We cheer for each other. We're happy. We want to see each other grow and develop. Seeing her does that makes me happy, and vice versa. And that's the difference. You know, there are people who I've had relationships where people, um, I've talked to them about things that's going on. If it's not about them, then it's not about them having, you know, this going on or that going on then they don't want any parts of it. They don't want to hear your successes. They only want to share with you theirs. So that person, in essence, is probably in competition with you. And you don't need to be in competition. There's enough space for everyone to shine. So that person is in competition with you. And also, that person is not authentically there to see you grow and develop. So you need to look at those relationships and take a step back. And I have. I've taken a step back on relationships that I've had with people where I felt like that is how they were in the relationship and it's unfortunate but I took the lesson from that and knowing that myself this didn't make me comfortable this didn't make me happy and I felt like I had to to dim my shine and you shouldn't have to you are a light you are a light of this world and You should never have to dim your shine to make someone else feel comfortable. So if they're authentically in your circle, you don't have to dim your shine and they'll never ask you to dim your shine. So on the fourth thing is they keep you honest. And I think that is the, the most important one for me is because it's part of that accountability. They keep me honest to myself and keep me honest. To others, because I'm sharing things with them. And if I said, I'm never, you know, I'm not going to do this, I'm not going to do that. And they keep you honest about the, well, I thought you said you weren't going to do that. So why are you doing this? And it's a question, it's not to demean you, it's to keep you honest. When you make promises to yourself, you keep promises to yourself. And sometimes you need that person that uh stand up and be like, mm, you say you, you know, you were going to take care of yourself. Right now, that's not what you're doing. So what are you going to change? And that honesty helps you co- to continue to grow. So it's like a circle. All four of them are turned into a circle, a continuous pattern of change and growth um, that you can use to further yourself in your purpose as you create this lasting legacy to be the best you that you can absolutely be. So I want you, you wrote this down, you're thinking about it, but also think about the people in your life, doing a, your evaluation, write it down. Think about the people in your life. Do they challenge you? Um. Do they have you in positions where you can grow with them? Or are they staying stagnant? So you really need to figure that out. Also, what about yourself? Are you dimming someone else's light? I mean, this is all about being authentic. Are you dimming someone else's light? Are you causing someone else not to grow out of your own fears or out of jealousy be true with yourself and work on that change and that goes back to redefining your true self. Sometimes we have to do that that soul searching and digging to see that you know what I'm not functioning at my best and I'm I'm holding people back or upset when someone else is shine and then focus on what you can do to develop from there to make yourself better. To get out of that situation keep journaling and thinking about all these things and look at your circles and evaluate them thank you for tuning in for this episode of the legacy atlas podcast talking about your authentic circle and it's so important that we understand the motives and the individuals who are around us because as we go on these journeys they can become very intricate parts of our growth and development. So I want you to all come back next Wednesday, every Wednesday on your favorite podcast platform. And I will be talking about purpose and in the career that you're currently in. So we're going to talk about purpose, where you are in your career. So thank you for tuning in again. Talk to you next week.